DKYC is offering its users the ability to off-ramp crypto directly to spendable Visa cards without the need to leave the DeFi space. The DKYC team join me on the podcast to discuss how their innovative system works and philosophy behind the project. Welcome to the BSC News Podcast. You're listening to the BSC News Podcast, the leader in decentralized finance on the Binance Smart Chain. Here's your host, Ben Antes. I'm here today with the team from DKYC, which stands for Don't Know Your Customer. And today we're going to get into how they are able to work with, you know, what comes off as a, a Visa and MasterCard without providing your traditional KYC information. Terrace, welcome to the podcast. Hi there, Ben. Yes, thank you so much for having me here today. Do you want to give a little background about yourself and introduce the rest of your team as well? So uh, myself here, I mean, I've been in uh, cryptocurrency here for about five years or so. Uh, I run a mining operation, but I also do um, junior level uh, slated development and uh, investing as well. Um, moved over to Binance Smart Chain uh, just under a year ago, and it's been absolutely fantastic. And then we teamed up here with the team at Don't KYC, DKYC. Of course, we're here today we have Enio, who is our core developer, as well. We have two of our other admins, Ulysses and Olivia. Awesome. Thank you for that. And Ulysses and Olivia, do you want to introduce yourselves as well and your background in crypto? I'll go first. I am Ulysses, one of the admins on the team. I've been with the um, DKYC project since uh, several weeks before presale. Um, <clears throat> I'm, a, I'm actually fairly new to, to crypto, which is why this project has, has been not enlightening, but but simple to grasp in terms of like, how do you even get on the BSC? How do you buy BNB? And then how do you get your money out? That was always a, a huge problem for me that I never even wanted to get into crypto in the first place because I didn't understand any of those things. But I come from a background of uh, IT and database administration amongst uh, various different sectors in the public, private, and nonprofit area. And um, I'm supplying those uh, services to DKYC. And I think uh, your point about how do you get your money out, that's going to be a major focus for the conversation around DKYC. Olivia? Hi, I'm Olivia. I'm one of the core administrators here at DKYC. I've been with the project since um, a little bit before the pre-sale. Um, I've been with the team since, since officially as an administrator since the per- first week of launch on PancakeSwap. So um, been here for a while since August. Uh, what I do here, I, I help manage the social media platforms, Telegram, Discord, Reddit, Twitter, um, Medium, uh, as well as community management and engagement. So I guess you can consider me a DKYC human resource manager and brand ambassador. <laughs> um, as far as what I do in my background, I'm just a regular person, just a regular investor. I, that's how I started off here. I started off just a regular curious person um, wondering what this project was, what are they doing? Um, it took just one, one AMA for me to be completely sold on this project, just one. And um, why? Well, simple, no other project on BSC is doing what we are doing. And to clarify that, it's not necessarily that we're the only ones with visas or a payment gateway or anything. It's not necessarily that. Um, we are the first and only anonymous crypto off-ramp 
on BSC and online payment gateway that can be used at more than just, I don't know, six random retailers that let's be honest, no one really cares about. <laughs> um, you can use our cards at over 40, 40 million plus online retailers worldwide. And that, that's just online. Soon we'll be rolling out our physical cards, which um, it'll, it'll probably be more of an exclusive perk, but you know we're still talking about that, but that will give holders an in-person use case of our cards. So I saw this very early on before even the first AMA and after the first CMA, for me, it was like a light bulb went off. And in my mind, it was like, this is like investing into PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, and it's very, very early stages. And for me at that point, I was, it, it was done. I had no other questions, no other answers. I all in, I was sold. So that's me. <laughs> And Harris, can you introduce uh, Enio? He's not able to be on the audio. Oh, uh, yeah. So Enio is our uh, our lead dev here at DKYC. And uh, just a little introduction here for him that uh, he's written out that I'll just kind of uh, read over here. So he does come from an enterprise fintech background. Um, he basically has had a lot of emphasis on consumer behavior. And I mean, in the last 12 months here, he's noticed that the industry has shifted from simply training goods and services to a brute force style of information harvesting and gatekeeping. Uh, basically, what that means is, you know, there's not any like innocence in spending anymore. And he has been very dedicated to curing this, you know, we will call it a disease of oppression, you know, of the financial system by liberating people everywhere. And, you know, utilizing DKYC here, he's brought it forward where we can use our DKYC cards to have a financial freedom. And I mean, that's kind of the core of it here is he's, he's been a financial freedom fighter. And, you know, we're happy to have him here as our lead dev to help bring forward financial freedom. I know he's worked on the project here for, I think, six or seven months before uh, launching here live uh, when we launched on August 24th. And he's been working very hard as our lead dev on our dashboard, our tier system, NFTs, DSwap, and DPay as we move forward into the end of the year and in looking towards next year. And so now let's start to get into DKYC. I mean, on a face value, Olivia already introduced it a little bit as well. It is the ability to, what sounds like step one is purchase things online using a essentially a debit card. Uh, or a prepaid card, if I'm understanding it correctly, that doesn't require you to have your name, social security number, or any other identifier attached to it. And I'm curious to know what exactly, you know, what's going on under the hood here and, and leave it in your words to really explain what's going on in that process. So, I mean, basically, I kind of give a little bit of an overview of that here. So, with DKYC, it's basically a platform here. We have a number of different things going on with the platform, of course, uh, as it currently exists, as well as our future upgrades coming to our network here as well. So currently here with DKYC, of course, you buy DKYC tokens. And through holding that tokens, you do receive reflections based on the trading volume. So there's a buy, sell, and a tax, uh, uh, sorry, a buy tax and a sell tax on the transactions on the Binance Smart Chain. So it is functioning like a reflections token in that aspect. Whereas the buy tax 9%, 6% of which is going towards what's known as BUSD, that's the Binance pegged US dollar reflections. And then the sell tax of 14%, 9% of which is going 
again to the BUSD reflections. Now that is paid out to the holders based on their holdings versus the total supply. And of course that is based on the volume there as well. Now with our system here, they can connect to our dashboard from our website, very easy, click, click, connect uh, system there. And that's connecting their wallet address to the dashboard itself. Now they can then use those BUSD reflections to purchase a DKYC Visa card. Now this card here is not really dissimilar to the branded um, you know, retailer Visa cards that you'll find at a department store, for example. So, I mean, those cards there don't require KYC either. And we're basically utilizing that type of a function to allow our users to access a card in a very similar fashion. It is a double blind system where the card issuer doesn't need to know our customers. And uh, you know, we don't keep any of the data of the wall addresses purchasing the cards. We They give them to us, we give them to their our customers. And then they can use them to purchase online or in the real world, 37 million retailers worldwide in the real world and online where you can use the cards. So that's kind of the uh, the function of our current iteration of our dashboard, though we do have upgrades coming to it, which will expand out the amount of BUSD uh, and availability of BUSD that you can spend on the cards themselves beyond the reflections that you have from holding DKYC. Are you only able to purchase using the reflections and you I couldn't, let's say, take 100 BUSD from from outside and purchase a hundred dollar card? Currently, no. Currently with the uh, the system here, it is the reflections of holding DKYC. However, we do have our tier system coming to our platform here in, basically in the next few days. Uh, we're just finalizing the system of our tier system here. And that will allow our users to interact with DKYC in a number of different ways to earn additional BUSD that they can spend on the cards themselves. Then as well, our NFTs dropping here on the 24th of December and holding these NFTs will actually allow you to have additional ways that you can spend BUSD to claim the cards there. But I mean, with the APR that you're receiving just from your investment in DKYC, you're looking at around a two to 300% APR per year on your investment of DKYC based on our current volume for the past couple months. And then you can spend that on the cards themselves. So, you know, you're investing in a project and then you're able to earn and spend on the cards to, you know, that's kind of the off ramp there. Of course, we are moving towards DPay in the late 2021 and early 2022, where we are going to be working on adding in contactless payment and again, spanning, expanding out the BUSD that you can spend on the cards themselves. This is really neat because it's it's bringing a new use case to the to the reflectionary token, which we see, you know, often throughout DeFi on every blockchain, and giving you just spendable rewards essentially is is a really nice use case there. That's what really attracted me to to this project. In order to get on a uh, to get a BNB, what I had to do was talk to a friend who already had them, and I, you know, I, I gave them cash, and they gave me a BNB <laughs> because the, the the process is so convoluted and complicated. And then vice versa, getting that money off is an additional headache. Like how many how many chains do you have to cross? How many um, centralized exchanges do you have to go through? And how many fees do you have to pay in order to just get your money back? 
that's why I never got into crypto, even though I followed it for since 2009. Uh, I remember talking to my friends about Bitcoin in, in 2009 and, you know, hindsight is 2020. If, if I had fully invested, then I would be retired. But uh, nonetheless, um, here I am um, invested quite heavily into uh, DKYC um, and doing everyday things with, with the, the rewards. I, I fixed my muffler uh, with my very first guard that I got, uh, which everybody kind of makes fun of makes fun of me for um but i'm just able to you know take out all of those daily expenditures that um i don't have to worry about them anymore we are kind of doing micro transactions right now to make sure that we comply with any type of uh aml uh regulations that's why right now you can only spend your reflections um and we are working on expanding the offerings as, as soon as we can. I'm curious about, this is kind of like a technical question. When you, do you purchase a card and then you use that card and it's done and then you have to purchase a new one? Or do you purchase a card and then your, your reflections get added to it? And I think I know the answer, but I want to make sure. Yeah. So that I'll jump in on that one there. So okay. they are one time, uh, not one time use, but, uh, they are they are are basically created and then you use the uh, the balance upon them uh, so they function like a prepaid uh, prepaid card would function in that aspect so you're purchasing you know say 20 50 100 200 to 500 dollar amount through our dashboard and then you're using that card for your purchases uh, until it's depleted there so however we are working on a reload, reloadable card system as well as well as a physical card system that will be coming in the uh, in the future here as well, we're just uh, working on a few different ways that we can bring that forward. That kind of utilizes our current system and kind of builds upon it. So, yeah, currently it is the card. The cards are made and bought by our our members, and then they're used for that value process. Um, and I just kind of want to expand as there as well. I mean, this is it. You know that we are on the Binance Smart Chain, and that we are the one step real world off-ramp where you you know you invest in DKYC and then over time you're you're getting your investment back out in the form of these cards while keeping your initial investment as well. That's the thing. So you know you're getting your investment back over time you're able to spend it in the real world, take care of you know purchases under $500. Um, I mean that takes care of a lot of purchases in our real life, you know, buying gifts for Christmas for friends and family. Uh, Purchasing gas, going to the restaurants, uh, purchasing purchasing things online on Amazon or elsewhere, uh, connecting it to your PayPal and using it that aspect as well, because we do have a, a statement balance checker as well on our dashboard. So you can utilize that to get it over to PayPal too. So it's a pretty unique system. That's awesome. Yeah. And really you're just getting started with what you're going to be able to offer. And I would imagine the the legal side of this requires you all to move kind of slowly and precisely in a sense where, you know, reloadable cards may kind of have different legal requirements than the one-time purchase cards and so on. Definitely. Um, and that's it. Yeah. We want to provide different options, but I'll, I'll let you go ahead there, Ulysses. We operate under, under the realm of microtransactions. And what that means, there's, there's a certain limit to where, um, 
you can spend on anonymous cards right now that do not trigger any type of money laundering flags. And we we operate under the same pretenses as as those regulations. Uh, right now, our denominations go up to $500 for the cards that you can redeem. And you're able to redeem one of those per 24 hours. And if you're there might be a, a few of, of, of our whales might be making that amount per 24 hours. <laughs> I'm not yeah, one of those, sounds, but... <laughs> that sounds like quite a bit for the average person anyway. Like, I yes. don't think they're going to get there. But it, you're allowed to redeem one, one card per 24 hours. Um, and, and we're just following, you know, being very careful with our, our offerings. You know, this is, this is all legal. It, it, it's all been done. We're just applying... The prepaid card program to crypto. Yeah, there's provisions within Visa and Mastercard um, that allow this to happen. Yeah, and not just it. I mean that uh, you know this is uh, this type of system is acknowledged by governments around the world. Um, these cards, again, like I said before, are not dissimilar to the ones that you could purchase at a, at a store, department store, etc., where you know you could go and just uh, pay pay cash. Uh, for a prepaid, uh, you know, branded Visa card of uh, of theirs there. So, you know, this is just our version here, DKYC Visa card, where you don't need a KYC through. One of the benefits of um, using existing architecture, you know, you don't you don't want to reinvent the wheel every single time, right? Um, I want to reiterate that DKYC cards operate and are they work on 37 million retailers worldwide. You can redeem a card. Um, the the value is in U.S. dollars, but you can spend those uh, cards in any currency around the world. It will automatically convert to a euro. To that's actually a, a bad uh, example for me. I'm not going to go into the world currencies because I don't know them all. Um, <laughs> but the card itself will um, convert. To any currency around the world, and it works seamlessly in many different countries, almost all of them. You see some of like our, I'd say, competitors. Um, I'm not going to name names here, but uh, count on you can count basically on one hand how many um, places their offerings work on. This makes sense because it's, you know, it's that Visa and Ma- or MasterCard prepaid card. And the uh, question I was thinking of while you were talking about this was, is there a fee to purchase the card? Yes. There's a 10% sur- surcharge uh, to, to redeem uh, a card. Okay. So if you are redeeming a $200 card, there's a $20 fee. That We are still subsidizing those fees. These are... Uh, Black premium prepaid cards. Um, they're literally the best of the best that are that that are available, and we are still subsidizing those those fees as we obtain higher um, <clears throat> volume. I, I mean, I'm sure everybody is, knows about uh, buying in bulk, right? Uh, the more volume we have, the uh, the cheaper we can obtain these cards in the future. And really, I think at this point, I'm just really asking Visa-related questions, right? Or MasterCard-related questions. Uh, you mentioned in the in the future to have potentially physical cards. 
Can the cards right now, and I think this is actually just a prepaid card question, can they be put into something like Apple Wallet already just by typing in the the number and expiration date and all that so you can you know use it at a store from your iPhone or Android? I mean, that's a great question here. I mean, uh, again, these cards are not dissimilar from other prepaid cards uh, out there. Now, um, as for that, I haven't personally tested that myself. I did test it with Samsung Pay. I was successful uh, in that myself, but uh, your mileage may vary depending on your location there. Generally, it's... um, it's generally accepted. We've had very, very few problems. Um, some have had success uh, doing that with um, Android phones, but uh, as far as Apple, Apple is a little more picky when it comes to prepaid cards. Um, however, you know you still have a lot of options and a way to spend these cards. You know, you can connect it through your PayPal, or you can just simply put in the number. Um, you know, online there when you're purchasing online or even the real world, even the real world when you're using uh, or doing a purchase there, as long as there's a point of sale system, they can punch in the number. Um, So, you know, people have used them at restaurants uh, or getting manicures, things like that in their daily lives. So, and I just want to also reiterate uh, back to Ulysses' uh, (laughs) comment there. Um, At the moment, only the $200 and $500 cards have fees associated with them up 10%. And we are subsidizing that, that cost through our marketing wallet. Our marketing wallet helps subsidize that. Um, and that's the only wallet there that kind of exists with the with the, the program as well. There are no dev wallets. We as uh, admins and devs did invest in the project at the beginning alongside all of our investors, you know, to keep it really uh, a really fair open-ended system along with an audit right before we launched as well. Uh, again, an audit before we launch. Not a lot of projects do that. And yeah. And so as well, I mean, we basically have, um, we want to have no barrier to entry uh, for our members. These face value non-KYC cards are not unheard of. And yeah. No, I think this is really great the way you've connected, you know, this real world application with DeFi uh, especially because as Ulysses said, you know, the off ramp, you know, for me is I've got to get my, you know, BEP 20 to an exchange that accepts it to then convert it to something else to send it to an exchange that's connected to my bank account. So I've got, you know, two transfers and a swap in order to get BUSD from, from DeFi to the bank. And this is definitely a much easier way for me to, even just what I'm thinking is you hold it, you accumulate some money and, you know, it's paying for my coffee or it's paying for lunches or just all the little expenses that, that definitely add up throughout just everyday life. And before we wrap up, and first I want to, I appreciate you going into all those details with me on the the system itself. I'd want to kind of focus on what is, you know, upcoming for DKYC and what can (laughs) users and investors uh, and Ulysses, you're laughing. So there's a lot upcoming, I can imagine. But you know, I'd say, what um, what should people be excited about right now? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot upcoming here for uh, for DKYC. Um, I mean, you know, at the moment we are, you know, basically working with uh, with the system, as it were. You know, the system of the prepaid Visa cards. As we move forward, we're actually going to be working towards redefining how decentralized finance functions in this space. And what I mean by that here is, you know, we have a kind of a four uh, 
four-step process here that's uh, of releases that are upcoming. So number one, we have our tier system that is coming here that will allow our members to interact with that on the dashboard itself, earn points. Those points will um, translate into different tiers like bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. Each of those different tiers will allow you different benefits such as, you know, higher tiers having the physical cards. So, you know, these are things to be earned over time uh, through our system there. Now as well, we have our NFTs coming. The first FinTech NFTs that, um, that you'll that exist on the Binance Smart Chain or any chain elsewhere. And what I mean by FinTech NFTs, of course, we've seen a lot of utility um, in our NFTs, you know, in cryptocurrency, but whereas these ones will actually provide a benefit, a financial benefit to each and every single holder of those NFTs, such as, you know, what you hold NFT, you get straight up DKYZ tokens, maybe a bulk of them uh, when you get the NFT and mint it or, or when you, uh, you know, a periodic times during the, during the holding of it, or even uh, buy tax uh, breaks on the, uh, you know, during holding the, the NFT. Uh, NFT may give you tier, uh, tier system upgrades or tier system points. Those points on the tier system do translate into BUSD as well. I mean, there's a lot there that I could go over, but uh, basically the core to take away about that is FinTech NFTs will provide a financial benefit. And, um, you know, as we move forward as well, kind of going to use a little bit of a matrix analogy here. <clears throat> you know, the, uh, the red pill was taken on the 24th of August and not long before it permeates into the Zion of finance payments, anonymous microspending. We are opening this up. You know, people are realizing what we have to offer here. And as we move forward now into DPay, which will be our contactless uh, payment platform, is really going to break this open um, along with its uh, companion DSwap, which will be our mini decentralized exchange. Now, all of these items will function together and work with each other as well as being ready and poised to be a payment platform for the metaverse as we move forward into the future, which is absolutely exciting for not only our team here, but also our holders that, you know, we want to be able to be bridging the gap between the different metaverses that exist and be that payment platform that exists across the metaverse, real life spending and off-ramping on the BSC as well as bridging to other chains. Awesome. Well, Ferris, thank you for that. Uh, all of you, thank you for your time uh, coming on the podcast. And I'm personally um, looking- I'm so, uh, I'm so sorry, so sorry. I do yeah, not mean ahead. to interrupt. I, I, I tend to do this a lot. Um, before we wrap up, I, I do want to add um, just a little short uh, comment here. So um, with everything that Terrace and Ulysses have said about our project, um, things that we have upcoming, DPay, Dcash, or DSwap, um, our tier system, and our mission to eventually um, break into the metaverse. Uh, I want to reiterate um, really what DKYC, our core, the core of this project. Yes, um, contactless payments, it's it's fun, it's amazing, it's innovative. Um, yes, the metaverse, metaverse is, is innovative, you know, Dcash, all that. It's it's amazing um, being able to do all these things, but really the the real mission what we're trying to do here is getting back to the core of decentralized finance. And to quote Ennio, um, something that he said before, uh, we want to allow everyone everywhere to spend 
guiltlessly and freely without KYC. And that's what DKYC is. You can't, you can't understand our mission here without also understanding what decentralized finance truly is. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand the differences between, between a centralized finance entity and a decentralized one. DeFi has no middleman has no bank, has no brokerages. Um, we're a public, open to everyone. Uh, there's no government issued ID needed, no social, no proof of address. Uh, DeFi is a system where investors can interact peer to peer or with a software-based middleman that is not centralized at all. Um, DeFi is autonomous, is free, is open, is immutable. It's code and unlike centralized finance, entities. Code does not change. It's immutable, completely immutable. The code is a law, not the government. It's made by the people for the people. And that is what DKYC is trying to bring back to decentralized finance. And I feel like if people understood that, understood what, how much power there is with that, that's what Satoshi Nakamoto had in mind when he created the first blockchain before disappearing without a trace. That's, that's what people um, you know, I feel like we've been so, uh, I don't want to really get too, uh, too into it, but um, I feel like we've been socially inter- engineered into um, being complacent with having our personal and private information collected and infringed upon um, so much so that when we see others actively exercising their right to privacy, they associate them with a con artist, a scammer, someone shady and people forget that it's your right you you have a right to identify yourself as John Doe or as Olivia you know you can you have a right to to do that and you do not need to um, disclose who you are where you're from where you're going why you're going there why you have money where it came from why you're spending it just because you want to buy a new pair of glasses (laughs) you don't have to do that and that's you know one very 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 important keynote for DKYC. Privacy is a right, not a privilege that is afforded to us as, and I'm quoting here, they see fit. They they see fit. So, um, that's what we're doing. Um, we will be the only decentralized metaverse compliant, fully non KYC, permissionless keyword there, permissionless payment gateway where you can. Shop, work, send, receive, um, receive your weekly wage anonymously. And that's our goal. That's our mission. And that if, if there's no other reason to support this, supporting your right to privacy, your right to feel secure, your right to anonymity, to be autonomous, to be free, to be open, that is the only reason you really need to be a part of this project and to support it and to invest. So just wanted to note that there, that is who we are. That is our core mission. That is what we strive to do. So many great points. Uh, I completely agree with you, especially when talking about DeFi and, you know, the greater goals of, of what we're all doing. And I think here's a good point to uh, wrap up the podcast and first, you know, thank you all for, for coming on and looking forward to watching what you all continue to build and develop. Thank you so much for having us. It's been great. Thank you, Ben.